I had a coworker that he moved to Maryland from San Diego, and the one thing he like really missed was good Mexican food. Good Mexican. And Donnie used to be like, "Have you tried Taco Bell?" <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Medium Fries. I'm Kelsey. I'm Mark. Uh, that was Tom, who's one-time special guest again. Times three. No, one time. Oh, okay. Uh, our brother, and then also... Uh, I am only here today as a special favor to all of you. You're welcome. This is Krista. <laughs> one-time special guest, one time. Only. Never coming back. Never, Never coming back. She's only been on every episode so far. <laughs> no, don't spoil it. This trend can't continue. <laughs> Um, today we're, or, yeah, we're gonna start with talking about baking and cooking and yeah, some more food science. stuff. Our big, our big brother Tom is he's pretty into yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, so. we all kind of cook and bake a lot. Yeah, it's very. Everyone good. here is a foodie. I mean, a little bit. You need food to live and food to be happy. How can you might not as, be into food? Might as well be delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start off with baking versus cooking, uh, art versus science. Yeah. <laughs> I said those in the wrong order, but you get it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, so Tom was asking us something right before this, like, if we would prefer being just given ingredients for cooking something versus, like, given, yeah, like, you're, you're a recipe just, to bake. You're yeah. standing in the kitchen, and I'm like, I either want a cake or you can cook some food. So I give you all the ingredients to bake a cake, which you got to follow the recipe because that's baking, mm-hmm. right? All the food, I'm not going to give you a recipe. You just cook whatever you want with those ingredients. Like, which would you rather do? I personally find baking more fun because I like I, I like doing all those like little steps like measuring things out and mm. making things like perfect. This is a, like this is also how I build um, models and stuff for for architecture or whatever. Like I have a lot of fun when I make it super precise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just very satisfying. She is like that. Yeah. That's but but you lose that. the freedom of of expression. Well, so for me, like, the freedom of it is, like, I'll look at a recipe for a cake or something, and then I'll say, like, I want this to be, you know, like, a black sesame flavor or, like, a, I don't know, green tea red bean flavor, because, like, I don't see that as much mm-hmm. in baked goods. So, like, I always put in some, like, Asian You'll flavor to it. still make it your own. Yeah. Mm. And I you didn't, like, invent it, but those taro macarons you've been making? Oh. Oh yeah. Good God. And yeah, so uh, most of the stuff that I make are actually like amalgamations of a bunch of different recipes because no single recipe I found like had everything that I wanted in it. Oh yeah, that's right. Every time we make something, she has to look up like three recipes and oh, say, "Okay, yeah. what's the common thread? What looks like outliers?" Like cause some of them are like they'll have like some random other ingredient that makes no sense. Yeah, or like it'll say like two tablespoons of baking soda. I'm like, "Okay, that's way too much baking yeah. soda." Yeah. I think that's a creative way of baking. That's that's also most recipes. Like, when, a few weeks ago I made mom's potato casserole, but mm. I didn't get the recipe from mom. I ended up looking at four different recipes and kind of combining yeah. the, the different parts that that's like, seemed right. right. Yeah, yeah so that's exactly. Cool. Hey, that's, I, I've never done that myself personally, but that's awesome. Like, that's how I ended up on that like banana bread recipe when we were on keto, too. Oh, keto banana bread. Oh, yeah. Well, we're those people who will someday talk about what it's like being on keto. But <laughs> Krista baked us so many keto desserts. That was, like, the key thing that made it tolerable for uh-huh. five months. <laughs> Tom, that question you asked, like, would I rather bake a thing or be given it free reign to make whatever I want as, as cooking? I, I get what you're asking, and like in general, my answer would be I want the free form cooking. I, I would rather be able to just 
put some stuff in a big old cast iron skilly, put a little chimchar on there, a little little sear, and just like add flavors and, and salt and all. Like I love that. That's fun. But the answer really is going to depend on what I want. Like do, if I want a dessert, I'm probably going to have I mean, to make it. Yeah. <laughs> I True. can't just make a cinnamon roll and like whip it up. Maybe my question's worded differently. But also with baking, you kind of you know you're going to get a good product in the end if it's mm. like a recipe that's already been tested. Whereas if you're just free-form cooking, you don't know if the end result's going to be good. It also kind of depends. Like, if you're doing bread pudding, you really don't need a recipe for that. You just, like, I mean, mix just, up some that's eggs. That's just French toast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just you just make custard, pour it over bread, you're done. French toast in the third dimension. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as baking. Yeah, I don't that's know just, if that counts as That's just, like, either. a recipe. That's, that's cooking with an oven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> This yeah, is getting complicated. So. That's not that's not ratios of flour to mm-hmm. you know, and where you think about protein and that's, yeah, you're just like proving, rehydrating something already that's yeah. already cooked. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's like yeah, like when you make that like so, okay, yeah. So some desserts we're getting to the bottom of like some desserts you can just cook like that trash dessert that right. Kelsey and our mom makes. Yeah, describe trash that real quick. Dessert? It's, it's, no, <laughs> that no, sounds worse than that's it is. delicious. That's that not baking good. though. Oh. Um. What is it? What is it? Describe it. Eaten mess or the trash. Uh, trash. I've never heard of the trash. Oh, you have. It's oh. um, rice checks, and then you mix. I think it's chocolate chips and peanut butter. Oh, and yeah, butter. They, they sell that now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you could, yeah, you could adjust that however you wanted. If you wanted more peanut yeah. butter, if you wanted more chocolate, and then you just cover it all. You put it in a trash bag mm-hmm. with powdered <laughs> sugar and shake it. Uh, and that's why it's called it's trash. An, an, that's not baking. Unscented trash bag. Very important. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's not baking. Oh, that's very customizable. <laughs> I wouldn't like bake. Is a cheesecake baking? You do bake it, I, but like the, I the do creation think, of the batter. Is I think that, ratios are important yeah. for cheesecake. I think okay. so. Yeah, if it's not enough egg or too much egg, if you make an omelet, or it'll fall apart. Like it sounds. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and the crust. Mm. Yeah. Although I, we were saying this a little bit about how baking is a science, but like a recipe obviously has to have some room for error because mm. if it doesn't, it's, I don't think it's a good recipe. And we talk about this a lot at my job. If a kit, like, if you're relying, relying on one microliter of something or, like, if it's that sensitive, it's not a good kit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes sense. sense. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, how long do you go between servicing your pipettes? Or how, how like, how right. good is somebody's, like, 20-year-old cup measuring cup? Right, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Um, I, okay, so going back to your preference for cooking things, I, yeah. like, you said multiple times to me, like, you hate fussy stuff. Fussy stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think my preferences lately are just like, I think, okay, so some context for that. It's really because for the past like 16, 16-ish months, Krista and I were living in her parents' basement. We're trying to save up for a house, saving money, you know, uh, not trying to buy rent. Uh, and that, that really kind of limits our freedom, our ability to do whatever we want in the kitchen, mm-hmm. whatever and whenever, right? So I really... It's because we're not in our own place that I want to spend as little time in the kitchen like as possible. So when I'm making something and I'm spending ten minutes chopping things, I'm just like, this is taking too goddamn long. Like I hate this. Uh, that's not really. I don't think that's really what I am as a as a cook. It's just our circumstance. But even when there's like nobody in the kitchen. Yeah, I know. It's just it's just being it's there. Not space. Okay, yeah. space. It's gotcha. not our space. Yeah. It's a good question. Sorry. Um, you know what? What kind of boggles my mind is, is a lot of baking recipes make no mention whatsoever of whether it is a gas stove or electric stove or oven, gas oven or electric oven, mm. and that makes a tremendous difference. 
Because yeah. in a gas oven, you've got warm gas flowing over your food. Or not directly, not like over, over, but there's a convection term. You're piping in material that burns and then it leaves. And that flow of hot material is a lot better at transferring heat to something than just static air with an electric heating element. I have, I there have, are a lot of recipes that will yeah. say if you're cooking convection. Yeah, okay. it'll give you a different okay. like time yeah. and temperature. Is convection Convection's not quite the same as just a gas oven. I actually don't know what a gas oven is like. It, it's like it's I like think a guest. Most of, professional recipes are created with a convec like forced convection oven, uh, with like a fan. That would be the most uniform thing to do. Yeah, you, you set yeah. it at like temperature. Professional expensive ovens, they okay. all have a fan to force the air around. But also, like even if like even if you have the same type of oven, like every single oven is like slightly different. So, like, you have to kind of adjust for your own oven anyway. Yeah, I was reading a thing that ovens can be, it's, like, up to 25 or 50 degrees off. Like What? Just, yeah. That's yeah. insane. That explains so much, though. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so, like, every recipe that I've ever made in my parents' oven for, like, cakes and stuff, like, I now know that their oven runs way hotter yeah. than other ovens. Mm -hmm. So if something says I need to bake it for, like, 20 minutes, like, my parents' oven, it'll be done in probably 15 or 16 oh, wow. minutes that <laughs> yeah. is like, there should be a way to calibrate it somehow yeah well i guess you could do it calibrate it i'm making air quotes where like you <laughs> adjust the temperature. you just write down what it actually is <laughs> yeah <laughs> make a note card like i think last time i made macarons at their place it the recipe says like 325 for like 15 minutes and so i put it in for like at 300 for 12 minutes and it wow. comes out perfect Let's uh. Let, oh, we had a little bit of a, little bit of a, a tiff, you know, a, not a tiff, a heated discussion last night. Let's talk about the old gas versus electric. <laughs> what are, what are our opinions? Induction wins. Game over. I think we all agree on that. Anyone out there who's not trying an induction stove, just get it, just do it. Yeah, yeah. We stayed at a lake house this past fall, and they had an induction stovetop. Yeah. Which was my first time ever using one. Me too. Yeah, I think it was all yeah. of our first times ever interacting <laughs> with an induction stove, and it was incredible. For anyone yeah. who has no idea what that is, uh, it's... Magnet-based. It's magnet-based. You need to use steel or iron cookware. It has to be a magnetic metal, so no aluminum, no copper. But if you have that steel or iron, it is so good. It heats, it, it'll boil water in like two minutes. It uses the magnet to make the metal hot. Yeah. There's no transfer of heat. Right, yeah, yeah. If you touch the stovetop, yeah. it's not yeah. hot. Yeah. It makes, it makes the, the pan hot, but not the stovetop. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> and it, it'll boil water in like two minutes, and you can, it has the same fine control as gas. Like you turn it down to half, and it just immediately makes that magnetic field half as strong. It just, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have, like, the kind of lag time of electric stoves. Yeah, that is, and that's, like, what we were talking about yesterday. Tom's biggest gripe of electric stove, I think, is that lack of control. Yes, it just doesn't feel as controlled. It may be. No, I think you're onto I something. I thought further, like, I just enjoyed cooking more with gas than I did with electric. It feels, in some sense, more classic, like, more right. I think I agree with that. I like yeah. gas romantically, in a yeah. same way. Mm -hmm. It um, made cooking just seem more fun. It's super cool. And I agree with the control thing. Like on an electric burner, when you turn the knob down from eight to four, I don't really know what it's doing. It's like because it, it does this thing where like it'll it'll be on and then off. I guess when I turn it down to four, it's off for more of the time. It just doesn't feel as nice as it just like yeah. I see the flame get half as big. Like that's that feels better. <laughs> I my problem. I cooked with gas for a year in college in our apartment, 
And I always just felt like I didn't have as much control over temperature. Everything really? just felt so hot all the time. Re- yeah. Oh, we have noticed that. That yeah. is a thing. For yeah. Sure. It that's so we if had only electric stoves like our entire time living in apartments and then when we moved into my parents they had the gas range and we still complain about the gas range because it just makes like all the heat just escapes up the sides like the handles are hot like everything's just hot but nothing actually like gets hot enough to sear or well oh that no i was like everything in the pan is too hot like i don't have enough control over the temperature in the pan yeah it's yeah it's we've noticed that when we're trying to low simmer something on on gas we turn it all the way down. We it's still too hot. We can't yeah. not burn yes. it. Yeah. Because it's the temperature of a blue flame. Right. Up, right. Yeah. It, it, it's, just, it's just like a, in the middle. Instead of being uh, hot on the whole pot, you turn it down, it's just hot in the middle, but it still burns in the middle. Yeah. 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 With electric, you can turn it down low enough where it's like barely doing anything. You're right. Yeah. 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 I, I don't I, know if I agree because I would always, I, I braised on stovetop with gas heat like just fine what do you bra- is it like a thin broth type thing you're braising because we would do like braised a- meats anything I, gen- we- like you usually have the option you can chuck it in the oven at yeah. like 300 for two hours or just braise it on low for a few hours we so. notice this when it's like a thicker starchy sort of material like curry like a curry like, it'll yeah. burn curry if uh, we leave it on yeah but just like a broth like a thin broth it's all fine Anyway, there's, I mean, we know all the chefs out there. Anyone who cooks is like, you idiot, gas is obviously better. And yeah, I know, write me hate mail, whatever. <laughs> I think, it's just whatever you got used to, I Probably. Think. Yeah, I think you can, yeah, we, and we said it last night, you can cook a great meal with any of the three options, as right, long yeah. as you're used to it and know what you're doing. Yeah, you can make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with electric, I think we just learned to anticipate that lag time between like mm-hmm. changing controls. Yeah, yeah. We, we've adapted ourselves to the flaws in the system. Uh, okay, here's another one that I have been wanting to do for a minute. Uh, let's talk about Tex-Mex versus Mexican food. Including Who, Taco Bell. That is tex I mean, that's authentic Mexican, so that's all. Are we talking about what's better or what we prefer? Or Either, like, both, whatever. Do what you, you have one that you think is better? Gigantic. Oh, authentic Mexican food, I think, is one of the best cuisines in the world. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's incredible. So talk more about that. What's your favorite dishes? Where, where do you I get I mean, it? like, a Oaxacan mole. You're not going to find that at any Tex-Mex place. So I just learned right now that I'm an idiot. What is that, please? Oaxacan mole? Like, <laughs> what is that? The it's cheese? Like, mole Oaxaca? sauce? No, no. It's, oh. it's a mole sauce, which is just a like, combination like... of... You're, like, the one with chocolate. You guys know, like, yeah, the chocolate. Yeah, yeah. That's Oaxacan mole. So it's just like it's a like, thick gravy with chilies, dried chilies, smoked chilies. It's like a thick gravy. You put it on top of chicken, eat it with rice. It's, I mean, that sounds pretty good. It's like yeah. Mexican's version of a curry, basically. It's yeah, yeah, that, that it's is probably one of my top for. five favorite foods in the world. It sounds incredible, but I've never had it, so I can't like <laughs> yeah lend much to this mm. one. But okay, you so can buy that's jars a... of it that are pretty serviceable. <laughs> it's like buying jarred Alfredo sauce. Because making the real thing is like hundreds of ingredients and so many different techniques. Good God. Yeah. You gotta um, like soak all the chilies and blend them up yeah. and like add oh. a bunch of spices. Dealing with those dried chilies is annoying. Especially if you oh, have to yeah. like peel them and stuff. Ugh. It's worth it, but it is annoying. So that's obviously not in Tex-Mex. So. Correct. That makes sense. <laughs> so you just like the complexity and, of like authentic Mexican? Better. I mean. I think they're different cuisines. They are different. They are yeah, di- different. They're completely yes. different yeah. cuisines. Um, even a taco, a Mexican taco, is nothing like a Tex-Mex. Right. Completely yeah. different. Yeah. Completely different, yeah. I just, but like, yeah, so the reason I bring it up is because it happened, it's happened a few times in my life, but like within the past couple of years, I was talking with some old friends and they were like, when we were all young, 
in high school, we all loved Chipotle. Thing is, I still I love Chipotle. I did not. You didn't? Okay. Well, I still love it. And then we're talking, I'm talking about it with these old high school friends. And like, now they're all hating on it. They're like, yeah, it sucks. It's not good. It's, and I say, guys, I still love this. And they're like, but it's nothing. It's not even near authentic Mexican food. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't say that. Yeah. I, I don't it's give a crap. Why does yeah, that matter? It's its own thing. Yeah. I enjoy Chipotle. Yeah. I would much rather go to a nice mom and pop authentic Mexican place and okay. get food there. Okay, fair. But I could eat Chipotle. It's delicious. Still yeah. not sponsored, by the way. Yeah. Still not sponsored. <laughs> but like Chipotle, that please. is like, it just depends on what I'm in the mood for at that time. Like and Chipotle. also what's available. True. I have yeah. more opportunity to go to mom and pop Mexican places pumping out real authentic food right. than I do to Chipotle. <laughs> where <laughs> I am, at least. I have, we have a lot of Chipotle here. I have here. to drive out of my way to get to Chipotle, whereas I can walk <laughs> across the street and have actual like tacos. Yeah. That sounds like a blessed life. I had a coworker that he moved to Maryland from San Diego, and the one thing he like really missed was good Mexican food. Good Mexican And Donnie used to be like, have you try Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, the, the, so mad. This chic little bistro. Uh, no one's ever heard about little it. Little indie, indie joint called yeah. T-Bell. <laughs> you gotta try the fire sauce. So, yeah, I used to, like, we used to only get Tex-Mex because that's, you know, it's America. Like, that's what's more common. But then uh, at our last workplace, like, we made friends with Jenny and Carla um, oh, yeah. who are actually, like, from Mexico and from Guatemala. So they took us to, like, an authentic Mexican oh, yeah. taco place. And I was like, oh, I've never had this before like this. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. It is. I don't think I can say it's better. It Like you were saying, it's just like what you're in the mood for. Yeah. Sometimes I do want like the the cheese and like avocado and like rice and whatever like in my stuff, even though that's totally a no-no for regular tacos. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, right, I do yeah. love cheese on everything. That's the thing. Yeah. Wait, I'm, fish tacos. Can we talk about how good fish tacos are? Absolutely. What are your <laughs> thoughts? Mexican fish. They're Elaborate. just so good. So we just, had them okay. in Mexico. What, what yeah. was on a fish taco? Um, I'm trying to... It was a squeeze of lime. Of course. Generally natural. a deep fried fish. Yeah, deep yeah, fried. Some yeah. chopped cabbage. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say... Is it... Is it always corn? There's, there's like Baja yeah. style is flour, right? In Mexico, it's going to be Yeah, I think it's always corn. In Mexico, it's going to be corn. That's a huge thing for me. Is I just don't like corn tortillas. I just don't. I, I can think, eat through them. It's not like I'll throw up. I think homemade corn, t- corn tortillas are good. I've never tried one. I would love to. The ones I've always heard, like, I, I never liked them. The packaged ones that you buy at the grocery store, I never liked them. You have mm. to heat those up right. But I think they're just, like, dry and not mm. good. And they don't taste <laughs> good. Heat them in a little oil. Okay, then it would be like a yummy, tor- like a Tostito. Yeah, it adds that flavor to yeah. it. I've been eating authentic Mexican food all my life, Tostitos. <laughs> I think I didn't realize that I didn't mind corn tortillas until we went to Mexico and ate uh, tacos there. Mm-hmm, there you go. Yeah. I mean, this, this uh, well, it's in Glen Burnie, Maryland, so authentic <laughs> is a, an issue of I know, mean, debate. Is, Jenny they and Carla, like those, yeah, yeah, they, they told they us know, this right. is like pretty, pretty yeah. close to like what they would get from home i just didn't want to say like this is authentic mexican when first of all i don't know and second of all it's yeah a lot of people don't know what authentic means Mm -hmm. because you you know nathan our friend yeah one time he was telling me how he went to some cantina and got cantina tacos and was telling me how they're the best authentic tacos and it's like it was like grilled chicken with some lettuce and cheddar cheese (laughs) and i'm like (laughs) You know, that's not an authentic taco. It's like Taco Bell. But in his mind, that was an authentic Mexican taco. It came from a cantina. He probably loved it. Yeah. yeah. And he <laughs> loved, it was, I'm, everyone would love it. You know, yeah. It's still good food. Yeah. No, like this place, like they, when you order the tacos with whatever meat, you know, like they, they have like lengua and they have mm-hmm. like uh, barbacoa, whatever. 
I said, like, they'll give you the stack of tacos, and it's just the corn tortilla, the two, the double stack of corn tortilla, yeah. mm-hmm. and then Always just, do. like, a mountain of meat. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, like, go down the bar, and, like, you, they have an option of, like, raw onions and, like, raw and radishes, cilantro, cilantro limes, um, and they have, like, this, like, um... Couple green, sauces. Yeah. Like, the, 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 there's the, a chile sauce. There's, like, a, a, a dark red chili sauce. Is there really crema oh, No crema. I think you can ask for it. But but they also have, like, that, um, it's like an avocado salsa. It's, like, almost Guac- guacamole. Yeah. I think is yeah, like, yeah. Run, running guacamole, yeah. basically. So good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I think that's like if someone says the word taco, my mind goes two corn tortillas, carnitas, chopped white onion, cilantro, red and green sauce. And that's a taco. I agree with that. Same. But if someone says burrito, I'm going to think Chipotle. Burrito, my mind goes not even Mexican food. Yeah, okay. Honestly, it's just a whole different cuisine. Like, I don't even associate it with Mexican food. I actually, like, if someone says burrito without saying Chipotle, I think, like, sauce covered burritos. Really? Yeah. I hate those. Okay, sorry. I don't hate them. Yeah, I don't love them either. I don't hate them. I just don't love them. (laughs) You prefer the ones that you can actually hold in your hand. I want to hold it. I just want to hold the baby. It's like a football. Give it to me. But even then, it's that specific kind of, it's the the Mission San San Francisco style burrito. Like, that's what Chipotle is. Mission style burrito. I didn't know that, but now I'm Mexican has burros. Which is usually just meat wrapped up like a burrito. There's nothing fancy or rice or anything mm-hmm. like that. That that yeah. The Chipotle burrito is completely San Francisco Mission Hill. Interesting. I never knew that. Well, yet. apparently I love San Fran, but uh, <laughs> like I've had that sort of a more authentic burrito where it's just this tortilla full of like they're, they're not great. Well, so the meat is like always oh, tender, yeah. delicious, yeah. but still like I like you want all rice. the yum yum bits. Yeah. Right there, yeah, some rice or something, some salsa. I don't know. It's good stuff. It's just it's just preference, I guess. That's yeah. it. One of my favorite places in Boston is called Anna's Taqueria, and it's like Chipotle. They have everything laid out. They'll make mm-hmm. whatever you want. Sweet. But they do all the authentic meats, so you can go and have an authentic uh, El Pastor taco, carnitas tacos, mm. but you can also create a Chipotle-style burrito if you want from the same place, that- and they'll just do whatever they want, and that's... Right. It's the dream. It yeah, like, that's probably like better yeah. ingredients. Oh, yeah, it's way better. Yeah. Way, way, way more options. Yeah. That sounds like the best place to ever yeah. go. Yeah, it's incredible. But also, I love when you go to Tex-Mex places. Cheese sauce on everything. Oh, I do love queso. <laughs> so much cheese sauce. <laughs> I love queso. I, I miss Chi-Chi's. Just I love Chi-Chi's. <laughs> Those corn cakes, man. <laughs> the place that had to close down because they eat coli or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, I love okay, that place. Fried ice cream and corn cakes. Delicious. Yeah. Fried ice cream was pretty cool. It's solid. Uh, the best place near us, and we live uh, sort of near like Rockville, Gaithersburg, Maryland. The best burrito, like authentic Mexican-ish burrito we can get, is this little, this tiny little place that's attached to a Shell gas station, and they also sell bottles of wine and beer. <laughs> it is you go, like you're just at a gas station, like oh, I'll take a bottle of wine mm. and a delicious burrito. Thank you, perfect. That place is amazing. <laughs> it's like I think it's just like this one family. Yeah, it's like the grandma and like the like two or three daughters and like a granddaughter or something, something like that. Mm. But yeah, it's that place is amazing. It is so much better than a gas station has ever deserved to be. <laughs> and one okay, one other thought I had. You know what kind of. There's a lot of things, so I don't, I'm not someone who thinks America sucks or whatever, like, I, I grew up here, I like it here. One thing I don't get, and it was revealed to me by eating Mexican food in Atlanta, why don't Americans ever eat goat? Yeah, I don't know. Goat is incredible. Yeah, it's Because Americans view it as a poor people food, and Americans want to think we're all, you know. Is that what that that's is? That's dumb. I, I believe so, yeah. That I mean, that's kind so of. That's so sad. That's all of american food culture it's always about 
we're above eating you know that stuff we're above eating organs i think that uh, yeah. that's not true anymore like now it's just not part of our i would well, say that's even more true diet I think but like we're even more but like depends. i would think of a goat as like higher than a chicken yeah a chicken yeah, <laughs> yeah. chickens are like little trash yeah, birds i love term. chickens I, I thought it was I, more I like it's true. it's just like gamier. Like lamb is a little gamier than like yeah. some people I would think prefer. Americans are like, you know who else eats goats? Like people in Iraq. I'm not gonna eat Maybe. goats because they do. There's you like know, and, and like you that. two you two are both conflicting on what you think the trend is, and I think you're both right. Like the, like foodie culture is bigger than it's ever been. Yeah. And anyone who considers themselves at all a foodie in air quotes would be like willing to try a goat. Oh, absolutely. But there are people who have no interest in that. Yeah. Lots of people. Yeah. But there definitely is, or like has been a trend in the last like decade or something of like alternative meat. So there's like buffalo meat now mm. and like yeah, ostrich meat now right. and I, whatever. I, giant food, I was just able to get wild boar, ground they, meat. I thought you ordered the, that. The, no. The problem is wow. the, the elk. Like, the the marketing of it though. It's tough to market goat as something that's not for poor people. Elk, sure. You can, boar is just big. I, think I that's don't know. The issue. Like I never had that association. It's really? just like it's just not eaten. Same. Yeah. I always just thought people thought it was like too exotic. Not that it was like yeah. poor people. Food. It's hard to pinpoint. Can you say you just it's just not eaten? But why is it not eaten? Right. And maybe yeah. that's what he's saying. I don't, I don't know. know. But like, yeah, it's very popular in Indian food. Yeah. It, true. Yeah. The 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 uh, the reason I brought it up is because there's this place in Atlanta. Krista and I, you know, we lived in Atlanta for five years for grad school. We met there. Uh, we didn't get engaged there, but we may as well have. Um, there's this place we used to go to, Mexican place. Not like the most authenticest, but pretty close. Really, mm. really quality food. Called Bone Garden. If you're ever in, ever in Atlanta, you gotta go there. Do yourself a favor. But they had these tacos called Barbacoa de Chivo or something like that, which is just barbecue goat or whatever. Mm. Not barbecue, but you know, it's goat meat tacos. Those were the <laughs> best tacos I've ever had in my life. Like still. Yeah, to this I remember day. you taking us, but I don't remember the tacos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you got. I remember Tom made us try ceviche. I goat. Oh yeah, I do ceviche. remember ceviche. You probably yeah. tried my goat if you didn't get your I think I got my own. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I think I always prefer the lengua at every Mexican place. Oh yeah, you to. love tongue. What are our thoughts on tongue, Tom and Kelsey? Actually, yeah, I don't know if I've ever the, had the it. The most beefy piece of beef you it's can great. get, basically. Yeah, I would love to try it. I just never mm. think to order it. I've tried it a couple times. I don't love it. I obviously don't hate it. It's like most parts of a cow are going to be pretty good. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Would you love it more if I handed you a tongue taco but didn't tell you it was tongue? You just ate it blindly? It's hard to say. That's never happened. And I want to say that's probably not going to be the like, case. I was like, hey, here's beef, beef taco. Like, I want to think I'm not like that, but I'm probably like that a little bit. So someday you can hand me a taco. <laughs> <laughs> tell me it's ribeye. I, yeah, I mean, we need to start Speaking handing him tacos you know, now so that he doesn't. Yeah, so not suspicious. <laughs> Did you know birria is traditionally goat? So, like in oh, Mexico, okay. if you order like birria, it's it's goat. When oh. you say birria, I think of biryani. Please describe birria. Birria is the new TikTok trend yeah, of tacos. tacos, where like you dip the the shell, the corn tortilla, in the fat, and then you and fry it. Oh, it's like the braised beef yeah. with the soup, and it's served with the soup, so you dip the whole taco. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was that the one where... Uh, Babish? They're showing us this Oh, video. Babish made it, yeah. yeah. Is that the one where they, they, they dip the tortilla in this fat that made it orange? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. yeah, so the, the beef is slow-cooked yeah. in this spice mix that makes all the fat drippings orange. But and then, yeah. In Mexico, birria is a goat soup. And then oh, okay. it's been converted to like the tacos for you know TikTok. I could handle generation. living in Mexico, and it's pretty good. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. What was I going to say about Tex-Mex? It's oh, this, this other restaurant called Don Julio. Don in, Julio uh, in Somerville. 
the, the great authentic Mexican food, great authentic tacos, but they, I mean, the best empanadas I've ever had, chicken and cheese empanadas are incredible. What's an empanada again, please? It's a like puff a pastry. fried hand yeah. pie yeah. with meat. Is um, it like you eat it flat, like kind of little pizza thing? No, it's, it it's, it's a pocket. Yeah. Oh, pocket. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah, I'm really good. Side. But they also do, it's kind of the opposite. They took Taco Bell crunchy beef tacos and just made them like good. So imagine <laughs> just using, just trying to make that as good as possible. And they're incredible. They're just like crunchy beef tacos with lettuce and sour cream. Oh, wait, you should talk about the Doritos flavor. Oh, the Dorito. Oh. <laughs> so, okay, everybody knows Taco Bell. Everybody knows Taco Bell made a, a taco called Doritos Locos Tacos, which is basically just their hard taco uh, covered in Dorito dust. They had they started off with ranch and the nacho cheese flavor. I think they're just down to nacho cheese now. Anyway, I used to think I dreamed it or it was crazy, but I had this memory of seeing in grocery stores. And I looked it up. This was real. This really happened, like, 2013. Doritos released a flavor called Doritos Locos Tacos. And that was a flavor of Dorito. It's like, I don't understand what they're doing. How do you... And I was hoping that Taco Bell would release a Doritos Locos Tacos Dorito Locos Taco. And you could just keep going. Yeah, Tom just pulled up a picture. These really existed. I can't believe they, they didn't sell. both the nacho and Cool Ranch. Yeah, they had a ranch and a nacho. So it's just taco-flavored no. Doritos. It's not. It's two different flavors of chip mixed in the bag. It has the nacho cheese and then a crunchy taco flavor chip. Oh, still though. So you're supposed still. to like sandwich them. So the Cool Ranch one has Cool Ranch Doritos and then taco. the crunchy taco chip. Okay, so they didn't so it's make half a and new. half in the bag. Well, they did. I guess they did make a new. They they had to they make a crunchy, crunchy taco, taco flavor. Yeah. So they did. They made a new well, did, season. Had, did they not have crunchy taco before? I don't, I don't think I've so. Never seen so. one. Yeah. I just can't believe that happened. That sounds like it's <laughs> like a fever dream. I thought I was hallucinating in the store. <laughs> Those are memes at work in real life. I know. Somebody in the boardroom at Doritos was like, guys, I got an idea. You'll never, you'll never guess what I just saw on TikTok. You'll never guess. Uh, let's, uh, oh, okay. So, oh. looks like Doritos already had taco flavor. Oh, at they least did? in Japan. Japan had taco Doritos. Okay, oh, that doesn't count. Those. Japan has yeah. crazy things. Flavors. Japan probably has a shrimp flavor. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I, would, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. A buttered corn, a um, sweet mayonnaise. <laughs> You know that line of, like, the honey butter chips? They oh, made, yeah, like, yeah. a bunch of other ones that were sweet savory that sounded crazy to me. Yeah, there was, like, a, a lavender burger. one. Like, lavender potato chips? Lavender potato chips. And then there was, like, a cherry blossom one, I think. Because it's cherry blossom season now for, like, cherry the food. Cherry blossom potato chips? Kelsey's it's, making a face. Yeah, it seems like that that's not good. good. Well, uh, so what what they do usually with cherry blossoms, like, in, in the season, they'll pick them and then they'll pickle them in, like, salt water. Wow. I don't like floral flavor. So, uh, so how strong would you not like? What do you mean not like? Um, I don't know. Like, what, it, like how hungry do you have to be before you would eat oh, it? Oh, yeah, I would eat it. Okay, so it's not like get that away from me. Right. Yes. Okay. It's I mean, not good. Not you preferred. like um, like the, the floral flavor the... in some teas and stuff, or like desserts. Oh, like, like bergamot is very bergamot. floral. Bergamot, yeah. Uh... It's like, it's like citrusy citrus, and citrus floral, yeah. yeah. But we've done like the lavender cheesecake. Yeah, that I think the lavender wasn't. It was Earl Grey, right? Earl well. Grey and lavender. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a Lady Grey cheesecake. Yeah, oh, Lady Grey. <laughs> That's very okay. Wait, Lady Grey to me reminds me of citronella, which reminds me of Fruit Loops. What? Um, they smell the exact same. That's, you know, the that's exact fair. Same. That's exact. Fair. I've never compared them, but every time I smell citronella, I'm like, where's the Fruit Loops? <laughs> the, the exact same, she said. Wow. I, like, I can't believe no one else points this out. 
There's... So really, we should just be making you Fruit Loops for dessert. <laughs> yeah. There was something I smelled recently, and I was like, that smells really like Fruit Loops, but I forget what it was. Oh, yeah. You and I still smelled it together, and we're like, what is this scent that is so familiar? <sighs> I wish I remembered. But anyway, I smelled... Like candle around? <laughs> I... Maybe there was, and I didn't know. I don't know. Uh, Crap, it's going to bother me now. That we'll was, think of that it. was like last week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It could have been a month ago. I don't know. What is COVID time? Times. Yeah, what Weird. is time? What is time? Let's talk a little hold bit. On, oh. Hold on, this is very Sorry. random, but it's food related. You know how some people can't eat cilantro because it's, yeah. it's soap that tastes Actually, like soap to their tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't eat mango because it tastes like pine, pine tree. trees, and I've looked this up, and it affects other people as well. I think, you know I think it's often unripe mango is very strong mm-hmm. pine tree because I'll have like lassi; those never taste like pine tree. True, to me. Yeah, correct. Even a ripe mango still has a little pine. I, 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 I do understand. Yeah. I think. Do you taste a little pine but in mango? So or many people have looked at me like I'm crazy. Yes, when I've, I say I've that. also said this to people. Yeah, yeah. Like, pine is not I, how I would describe like, it. In a, in a ripe mango, like I can still taste the pine too, but okay, it's it's okay. It's part it's of the package. Mango, yeah. The rest of it's still good enough so that I'll eat it. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I get think, what you're saying. I don't think I get it as strongly as you guys. I I can understand why you would think that though okay so you kind of get it i, I kind of get it i mean i think a lot of that is also in the texture because okay. it's like stringy well i get this i was expecting all of you to be like what no mom has this too really so okay. maybe it's genetic um <laughs> but i have this with cilantro like i don't have that cilantro thing but sometimes i, like, I can smell it in cilantro really? interesting yeah Krista and your mom, neither of you get the soap thing but you just don't like it i just don't like it yeah it definitely mm-hmm. does not taste like soap or at least no soap that i've eaten but <laughs> it doesn't i don't cilantro is uh, like brutally herby like it's 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 crazy. like beyond herby it's like um like a sharpness that i yeah. don't like it is, yeah it's strong I, I it is that. unique yeah, yeah. i can and, see how people wouldn't like it. Yeah. yeah so like i would never put it in my own food mm-hmm. to, but if it's like already in there when it's served to me then i'll just eat it mm-hmm. like chipotle rice is like fine i'll, I'll do that but if somebody gave me like I, I don't know, like a bowl of pho or something, I'd probably like pick the cilantro out. What if we were talking like like a banh mi where they just literally throw I, a salad is, of cilantro This is the reason there. why I don't like Vietnamese food in general. Uh, too much cilantro? Too much cilantro. Okay. Like, I actually don't like pho, and I don't like banh mi. Mm. That's the same for a lot of Mexican tacos. They're like, the the I expectation is they just... The boosh, onion and cilantro, boom. Tons of yeah. cilantro, yeah. Onion I like, cilantro, no. Yeah, but at the place that Jenny and Carla showed us, it was optional. You could. Yeah, yeah, like I can could, control that. You could omit the yeah. cilantro, and that was perfect. Uh, I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one that tastes pine trees. <laughs> Stupid mangoes. So just all three of you are crazy. <laughs> That's it, and our mother. Yeah, it must be genetic. Like, and for me, it's to the point where like I really don't even want to eat the like raw ripe mango because mm. it's too much pine tar mm. flavor. <laughs> I get. I mean, yeah, like I said, I taste it, but it's still good. I like the the other parts of it. Mm. Um, sorry to derail. That's not a derail. This is the food episode. Alrighty, so another thing that we've been kind of wanting to talk about this episode, because I think largely because Tom uh, flew here on a plane and had to pack his stuff, how do we pack for things? I'm pretty sure I pack differently from everyone else in this room. (laughs) Oh, yes, that's true. I really like packing. I'll spend a whole week packing. I hate packing. Do you like packing? I... I get excited at the like thought of packing because it means the trip's coming. Mm-hmm. But I generally wait till probably the day before we like I leave, and then yes. generally just throw things in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think I take the peak dirtbag approach where I absolutely understand and appreciate the value of having a well-packed and organized suitcase, but I'm a piece of shit and won't do that. I'll wait till the last minute and just go. I, I just know that if I have, even if I have everything organized by like three days into a trip, it won't be. That's true. That But okay, so packing cubes, that's like what they're for. I just just don't need them. <laughs> okay. you just, Don't you want to not be disorganized three days in? Not that much, I no, guess. No, I mean, it's never that I can't, like, find anything. True. I'm never, like, I'm usually not searching for something yeah. specific. I just need a, sh- a clean shirt. It's like five <laughs> cubic feet. It's going to be in there. Right? <laughs> not going anywhere. Yeah, but I do always bring a bag to put dirty laundry in. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My strat is I just do laundry before I have, right before I have to pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I dump all that on the couch. And then as I'm putting my clothes away that I just cleaned, I pick the ones that I want to take with yeah. me. Yeah, that's exactly what you do, too. Yeah, yeah well... Uh, I'm a little worse than that. I actually did that for this weekend, but the the pile of unpacked clothes is still on the bed. <laughs> so I didn't put them away. I haven't. Okay. No one I, sees that. I haven't folded a load of laundry. The only time I fold is for packing. Oh, I haven't yeah. folded laundry yeah. in probably a year. Like, what do we do with our clean clothes? How do we store them? I, in my hamper. Yeah, I keep them in my hamper. Yeah, put it in the clean hamper. Live out of my hamper. Yes. There's a yes. clean hamper, exactly. Yeah. Because yes. growing up here, we always had dressers. Yeah. yeah. Mom would always do yeah. Mom laundry, put them away. Put them yeah. away. She was much more of a saint would, than we yes, deserved. Yeah, hundred percent. Incredible that yeah. she did that for us. Like dresses and skirts, all hang up because otherwise they'll get like messed up. Oh yeah. But otherwise, yeah. it's just yeah, like, all goes in the hamper. I hang up dress shirts, dress pants, and that's of course. About it. Yeah. yeah. And any suits you might have at the moment. I just keep a wire shelf in my closet, and I dump my clean clothes out of the hamper. And then I literally just toss them onto that shelf in the closet. <laughs> so, but there's like a pile for t-shirts, a pile for underwear, a pile for socks, a pile for pants. I wonder what percentage of people who will ever hear this actually like... I know people do fold and put away their clothes. Oh, yeah. I think they might be serial killers. Well, okay, Probably. so so when my clean hamper gets so full... Like after like three loads of laundry or something, it gets so full that I, I can't find things that I want anymore. So that then I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta fold and put this mm-hmm. stuff away. But that's like once every like four months. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Wait, Krista hasn't talked about her packing method. Yet. Oh yeah, packing. Oh, yeah. Sorry, right. Packing. Okay. So I approach packing the same way I do baking. Actually, like for baking, especially for like a new recipe, I or like a very involved recipe, I'll spend like a, a while just looking at the recipes and like in my head, like getting the steps there, like the 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 like I'll do this first, and I'm gonna move on to this, and while that's cooling, I'm gonna do this other thing, like that kind of thing. So I do the same thing for packing. Like I'll look up the weather for the entire trip. And in my head, I'll start thinking of, like, okay, on this day, I'll want to go hiking, so I need a hiking outfit. On this day, we have to go to, like, a dinner, so I'll want a nice outfit, etc. And then, like, I'll start thinking of my outfits um, and making sure that there are pieces of clothing that I can, like, uh, overlap between outfits so that I don't overpack clothing. Hmm. So it's, it always ends up being, like, I don't know, for a week, it ends up being, like, two or three bottoms and, like, uh, like maybe four tops. Or like a dress or something, and like two two coats or something, and then those all just get so mixed and matched. Planning. It is so much. <laughs> but I, mean, I like doing the planning. <laughs> granted, my, granted, my wardrobe is like very simple, anyways. But even then, like if I'm going somewhere where I have to pack, I'm like, I don't care. I'm just gonna wear whatever pops out of the suitcase because I'm on vacation. Who cares? Yeah, you that's I mean? true. Like, You're hanging out with us. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, okay. So for it, like, it's the opposite for me because when I'm just at home, not doing anything, I'll wear like sweatpants or whatever, like the whole week just the same outfit so when i go on trips 
that's like the only time I get to wear my fun clothing. Mm, that's, yeah, the COVID blues. Just any sort of trip, no matter who you're with, is sort of a break in the routine, a chance to spice it yeah. up a bit. I mean, so. even without COVID, though, like, I did the same thing mm. on other trips. Like, I have, like, sparkly sequin pants that I would never wear normally, but I brought them on a trip because they're fun. You just like to look fancy. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's the, so, <laughs> before this episode started, Krista showed us a thing. It's that sketching thing <laughs> that you did to that to is the entire yeah. next level. <laughs> like so when i'm packing yeah i'll think a little bit about like what i want to wear together make sure the colors make sense but chris is on this on her phone right now she's showing me she's got this samsung note phone or whatever she has a stylus and she's good at drawing she can draw things this file she showed me she has drawn out like 20 outfits of her own clothes like next to it she's drawn these little stick figures of all these clothing outfits that is insane to me. It, it looks like a fashion designer's like diagrams for <laughs> right, design yeah. ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. This, this was like okay. This was a two or three week. I forget now. It was a long trip for a wedding, but we were stopping by like a whole bunch of different places because the wedding was in Glasgow. Um. So we were like, okay, we want to you know have fancy tea in London. We want to go um, hiking in all these like places in Wales, and we're gonna like go to all these other places in Scotland. Uh. So I had to make sure I had comfortable outfits and fa- fancy outfits and then the weather was going to be like all over the you, place you know what works for all those situations <laughs> jeans t-shirt hoodie <laughs> no for a man that's true for a man yeah. there's there's more expectations for women but yeah i have on here like marked off like this is the outfit i'm gonna wear to london and then this is what i'll wear to the bar that night and then this one of them is what'll be little, worn in glasgow one of these has a little umbrella with it like did you expect it to rain that yes. day okay yes wow. i did and then all these she even draws the jewelry so all these things it's like <laughs> oh, a sweater wow. and pants with like a floating headband Hold on. like she, a halo ha- have you added the masks yet no. <laughs> <laughs> this was from oh, a few okay. years ago oh, uh, memories sorry yeah. memories oh yeah <laughs> Wow. I mean, my goal is generally to pack as small as possible, as little. Yeah, but I, I can easily see if she wasn't doing that, you'd be adding extra clothes. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. That's true. I mean, for me, it bites me in the ass sometimes. Remember when we went to Italy and I was the only one who had to do yeah, laundry? Yeah, we had to, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> had to wait around. We got off the train in Venice yeah. and went to do laundry. <laughs> somehow these guys packed two weeks worth of stuff, but not me. We sat on the curb waiting. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that, we ate some Ariancini or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was, oh man. First of all, Italy, that was a great trip. Uh, but that was the chance we had. I went and explored some, I think, yeah, you probably came with me. We went to like this little sandwich shop. Mm. And like. Oh, because Venice is famous for the weird little mayonnaise sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> oh, you bet you would love those. I love mayonnaise. Krista thinks I'm weird, but hey, I love it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we went, like, I'm such a, I was such a tourist, I'm such, I feel like such an asshole, but I went into the sandwich shop with this lady who just served, like, a thousand sandwiches during the lunch rush, and I walk in, and the first thing I say is, do you speak English? And she looks at me like, I'm an asshole, because I was, and she's like, you're in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt bad, I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Can Can I have a sandwich? sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) I like salami. My only regret is we just didn't take advantage of the food when we were there we did as, pretty as much good. as we could have we did okay we did end up in a lot of those places where it's like this it's like the denny's menu where it's like a b- bunch of pictures of pasta yeah. and pictures yeah. of pizza like, i'll take that pizza like florence we did really good florence, i think florence also like, rome two of the nights at rome were pretty good rome we ended up at like a euro shop that was oh that, that was, was a lunch but remember that we had to book that one restaurant for like the next night oh yeah, yeah, yeah that place was really good yeah. there was one place in rome where we had just eaten so much that like we stopped at a nice place for lunch and i was like 
yeah, I'll take a broccoli. <laughs> like, boiled broccoli. <laughs> yeah, I was never, like, that hungry during the day because we were yeah. just, like, walking so much. It, it, it was, it was hot. I would have yeah. rather explored the street Thirsty. food than, like, so many sit-down places. The, yeah, with, like, the same, like, yeah. gnocchi or pizza yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was all good. Like, every one of those places with those little picture menus, it was all banging. The yeah. food was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. We should do a whole episode on Italy. We should. Yeah, and poor, you poor should. Krista wasn't there. I feel bad for oh, you. That's okay. I've been on plenty of trips without you. That you have, yeah. The, the whole the scooter thing at Lake Como is still one of like the greatest yeah. experiences Incredible. I've ever had. I feel so like this cool. is why it's important to also look up like at least one or two restaurants or like street food or whatever like the food things that you want to do in wherever city you're going to be oh, in yeah. at a time because then at least you have some structure yeah. yeah 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 like you tried like we got that, know, that pasta in dish florence in it was i wanted the tripe sandwich and that beef sandwich yeah from the, yeah we the went to that food thing. market yeah. yeah so i got the two things from there rome was the artichoke bruschetta was like and a that, thing that, that uh pasta yeah oh cacio e pepe Actually, yeah, I pretty much achieved all my food goals, but there was like more. Venice was the the, the fish, the squid cod, ink. squid ink pasta. Squid ink pasta. Man, that was good. And the that bacalao. was so good. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. Do you uh, did you talk about the charcuterie plate? I might have missed. It. No, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So last last story. I think we'll wrap up the episode. This. Oh man. That was Florence, right? Like the, the second no, that night. Was Rome. Rome. That was Rome. that underground yeah. restaurant. It was. Yeah. It was down like a half flight of stairs yeah. in the ground. Okay. Anyway, we're at this restaurant. Krista wasn't there, so sorry. But we're at this restaurant trying to get some good squid ink pasta or whatever, and we're thinking, you know, maybe as a family we could split a nice little appetizer, get some charcuterie, go fancy, get some salamis or whatever. So we asked the waiter. Meats, yeah, yeah the, meats. the price on the menu was yeah. eight euros. Eight euros, right? So we're we're like, yeah, we'll take a charcuterie. Point at plate. the picture. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Take, we'll take this charcuterie plate. We're pointing to what we think is eight euros, and the, the waiter is like, oh yeah, okay, I got you. I'll fix you up something special. How naive we were. <laughs> what was it? it? Ended up being eight euros per them, person. Yeah, <laughs> it took them twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, the, just shaving meat. Yeah. We we did start oh. to get suspicious after like ten minutes. Well, we could see them like at a bar, yeah. like what's the happening? Building. Why is he still piling meat on this plate? We thought it would be like some like a lunchable with some crackers or whatever. <laughs> this guy's over there for twenty solid minutes piling meat on a plate, and we did. We were looking at each other like, did we order the wrong? Are we doing this right? The guy brings it over, and it was obviously the best charcuterie I've it ever was, eaten. It was so incredible. Good, yeah. Amazing. It was good stuff, salami and porchetta. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that the like the pork loaf? Yeah, thing? the pork roll. Yeah, yeah. Oh my amazing God. with the yeah. crispy skin. Yeah, it was all incredible. Oh, that sounds yeah. so good. Yeah, so this eight thousand calorie plate of charcuterie <laughs> comes out, and then we get pasta afterwards. And then we get the bill, and it was 40, 40 euro. Yeah, <laughs> 40 euro, which is what fifty dollar plate of like yeah. Ham? At the yeah. time, the euro. Was... <laughs> 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 that was. I mean, I wasn't paying for it, but <laughs> it was a rough mistake. Uh, or the so best good. kind of mistake. Yeah. yeah. It was so it was good. good. I mean, it's a good story now. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Italy and get some charcuterie, everyone. We uh, should have known. Where, where were we when we did Brazilian barbecue in Italy? And Lake it was, Como. like, really not good. Yeah, That's right. It was, it was the hotel thing. Yeah. Was, the hotel thing. And we did yeah. that instead of, like... I think we, we signed up for it and then learned we could have done other stuff instead. Yeah. Well, I think there was, were, wasn't a lot of good food around there. True. And we didn't have a car anywhere. So That's we always true. had to go pretty close. Had to walk nearby, yeah. yeah. The first time I ever had Brazilian barbecue and, like, knew it was a thing was not at Fogo or, like, anywhere in America. It was in Korea when I was there for my study abroad. <laughs> you went to Churrasco Barbecue in Korea? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it was probably really good. 
It was great, yeah. yeah. And it was it was like at the end of the street from from the school gates or something. It was just this tiny, tiny little restaurant with like four tables. It was amazing. <laughs> and the dessert was grilled cinnamon pineapple. Mm. Grilled cinnamon. Good God, that wow. sounds good. Oh, that's yeah, like that's fun. yeah. Every every charcuterie. Not but Fogo doesn't do it. Churrasco. They don't. No. Really? They they do plantains. Uh, yeah, the plantains, plantains are also pretty good. Yeah. I mean, those are good. Yeah. But those they're so much heavier than the pineapple. Huh. <laughs> that's true. Anyways, I have one more question related to packing. Yes. Do you guys fold your clothes or roll them? Uh, I roll them, dude. Roll. Them. I think yeah. it yeah, depends. I roll. Yeah, I I will generally roll, but for something like a really like puffy sweater, it does not help at all to roll it. Well, then yeah. if you roll it, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. I I don't think there's really an advantage in rolling. I don't know why I do. Yeah. I think you can actually get it tighter. Like you can like push it aside, especially if you're using like your packing cubes. Like mm. squish it more. That's I think, true. I think with rolling as your the days progress and you're pulling your clothes out of your suitcase, it stays more organized. That's true. If I yeah. fold, then things just end up. Things can naturally be segmented when they're all little yeah. tubes. You can just stack yeah. them up. It's hmm. a good point. It's a good closing note. I think we're probably uh, exhausted this topic for now. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Outlander? Yeah. No. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> hey, maybe someday. Keep asking. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Everybody say bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya.